This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You've undoubtedly been hearing in the news uh, that the fact that bus drivers and sea bus attendants and maintenance workers at Coast Mountain Bus Company have voted in favor of strike action, not by a little bit, by a lot, 99%. Uh, that was the strike mandate that they voted for last night. So what does all of this mean? What has been going on uh, and what are the big issues in this? Well, to talk more about this, we're joined now by Unifor's Western Regional Director, Gavin McGarrigal, to give us an update on this. Gavin, thank you for being here. Yeah, happy to be here, Simi. So 99% is a big number, but what does it really mean at this point? It really means our members are fed up. I mean, I do a lot of bargaining and we see very high strike mandates, but when you're talking thousands of people coming to a meeting and having a secret ballot vote and you get 99%, it sends a pretty strong message. And, you know, they just want the issues dealt with. Um, We broke away from bargaining because the company informed us they didn't have a mandate to really address the concerns. And so we went last night and got our mandate from our members. So, um, you know, we got a lot of tough bargaining ahead. What, What kind of concerns are we talking about? What are the sticking points? Well, there's all the usual things about, you know, contract language and wages and benefits, of course, are important. Um, but the thing that sort of is really a lightning rod this time is the working conditions. You know, we've seen transit ridership expand 18% between 2016 and 2018. And in the same period, we've seen overcrowded buses increase uh, 36%. And so, you know, that's a lot of stress on, on the drivers. Um, they don't really have enough what we call recovery time, which is the time at the end or, or somewhere along the route to uh, to recharge, to go to the to go to the washroom, to get something to eat, you know, just normal human time uh, after dealing with a stressful job. And it's actually only measured in minutes, in some cases, two, three, four minutes. Um, you know, we've all seen a lineup of 100 bus drivers or 100 passengers waiting to get on a bus. The bus pulls in and the driver's sprinting to try to get to the washroom and, you know, people are annoyed and they just don't have enough time built into the schedules. Okay, so, so we've been, what, what is the break time then? So for a bus driver, driving that route, like when do they take lunch? What are their breaks? How does this work? It's really, uh, like I said, a concept called recovery time. When transit planners design a big uh, complex system like ours where buses have to be, you know, at specific stops at specific times, really all you can do is build in a buffer to make sure that drivers can take breaks along the way. Sometimes it's a depot, sometimes it's in between. And, of course, if there's any kind of congestion or, you know, extra passengers or, you know, assistance with the elderly or something like that, uh, or even just they haven't built in enough time, they don't have those few minutes. Because most of our members are focused on serving the passengers and the public, what they try and do is keep the schedule as, mu- as best they can, but it's at their expense. TransLink uh, just won an award uh, this summer for best system in North America, and a part of that is on-time service, but... Our members are saying it's it's on their backs, and all they want to do is have sufficient time to serve the public uh, with enough buses and enough service, and you know take some reasonable breaks. So, would you say that's the biggest issue then? Yeah, I think that's the lightning rod issue that people are just completely fed up with. Um, there's, you know, we heard a lot from our members yesterday. There were thousands of them that showed up, and you know they were very clear about a whole host of concerns. But I think the one thing that is really jumping out is is that they're saying you know there needs to be a complete system reset in terms of how they actually allocate service hours to make sure that people are getting the rest that they need and also that there's some kind of penalty if the employer doesn't live up to it. We see a lot of sheets out there that describe runs that are not, in fact, accurate. Like what? What do you mean? 
So they'll say, you know, you have 18 minutes recovery time on this run, and time and again it'll come in at two or three or four minutes, and our members go and report that to supervisors, and it just falls on deaf ears. Or if it gets fixed on this particular run, it pops up somewhere else the next day. It's like playing a game of whack-a-mole, and uh, the members are sick and tired of it. They're saying it's a system design flaw, not, uh, not their own individual efforts. Right. Okay. So, like, there's no lunch then for a bus driver, essentially, right? Like, they, they forego that. Right. They have, you know, and you also have to think about the pattern of traffic too, right? You have rush hours in the morning and the evening. So it's not just that they're working a particularly straight block too. In many cases, their days are split up all over the place. So they're doing a few hours in the morning and a few hours in the afternoon. So it's just that time when you've come through a route to be able to, to reset, recharge, you know, go to the bathroom. And, you know, sometimes they get breaks, sometimes they don't. But overall, they're just feeling uh, overworked and, uh, and overstressed. And, okay, so next time there's more contract negotiations comes up next week. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, we're back at the table October 15, 16, and 17. And we're hoping for a complete change in uh, approach from the company. Uh, we'll see how that session goes. If we need some more dates and things are going well, we'll look at that. Uh, but if there isn't a change, uh, a serious change in how the company approaches these issues, then uh, we'll have to look at all the options. Right. Now, the last time there was a strike, Gavin, was back in 2001. And that one went on for a long time. It did. It went on almost four months. And, um, you know, it was it was devastating to everyone, our members and the public. And, um, you know, it led to political changes, I think, down the road. But the system is so much bigger now, too. Um, you know, I think the amount of people that took place in our strike vote yesterday was greater than the entire total of the workers uh, in that dispute back in 2001. There's a lot more people here, a lot more runs. So we don't want to see a complete shutdown. But if we did, it would be uh, absolute chaos. So that's something that people get afraid of, right? When they hear this in the news, there's a lot more people reliant today on commuting than there was back in 2001. What can you say to all those people? Well, I could say that, you know, we're doing this for the passengers as well. Um, You know, those overcrowded buses, how many students and people trying to get home have sat and watched one, two, three, four full buses pass them by. Uh, We record those statistics, and uh, it's terribly frustrating for the passengers not to have the service they need. So I think whoever's planning the system and and planning the service uh, needs to realize, you know, you can't leave passengers just standing on the road while bus after bus passes them by, and nor can you overwork the driver so they don't have sufficient rest. So that's why we're saying it's not a normal round of collective bargaining. It's time for some serious uh, rethinking uh, in Coast Mountain Bus Company head offices as to how they approach these issues. Are you still fairly confident? Well, we're always confident. You have to be confident as a, as a negotiator. Um, we feel uh, really good that we have uh, solid, uh, almost unanimous support from our membership, thousands of our members. And, uh, you know, we have listened carefully to what they're telling us, and we're going to make that clear next week to the company. And they know what the issues are. It's just a question of uh, getting the mandate on their side to make sure that they can properly address the issues. All right, Gavin, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Simi. That is Gavin McGarrigal, the Unifor Western Regional Director, talking about the 5,000 unionized bus drivers, sea bus attendants, and maintenance workers who work at Coast Mountain Bus Company, and the fact that last night they voted 99% in favour of strike action. Now, contract talks resume on the 15th, so about four days from now. They have been without a contract since March the 31st, but as you heard there, the main issue does seem to be working conditions.